Welcome to the Free From Binge Eating Podcast with me, Breed, your host. Binge eating sucks. Trust me, I know. I was stuck in that spiral of binge, restrict, diet, yo-yoing weight loss, feeling guilty and ashamed, and hating my body for 10 years. Now that I'm out, I'm turning my pain into purpose by helping you stop binging, start loving your body, self, and life again. It's time to live free from binge eating. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode on the pod. It's me, Breed. Can't wait to get into this episode because number one, uh, it's definitely something I went through so I can I can talk from a place of experience, but also it's something that's not really spoken about too much. Basically, I'm going to go into binge. and of course, how do we stop binge eating on healthy foods? So if that sounds like you know, something that you're going through, definitely stay tuned. And as I said, I'm speaking from a place of experience because during my 10 years of binge eating, sugar, um, you really get that dopamine hit when you eat it. But one side of binge eating that isn't really explored too much is binge eating on healthy foods. It's a little bit confusing. It's like, am I binge eating? Like, is this bad? I don't really know. It doesn't feel great though. So I'm going to go into that. And in this episode, we're going to talk about everything to do with overeating, binge eating on healthy foods, including what, why do we do that? Why do we binge eat on healthy foods? If it's possible to gain weight, gain fat from binge eating on healthy food, tray, maybe more. And I would go through these entire trays, like it was intense. And other things I would binge eat on were nut butters. That was a huge one, huge buckets of natural peanut butter, almond butter. I would just be going through them so quickly and I'd pair it with things like apples like be dipping my apple in it I know I had a thing for different hummus and then I'd have like my bell peppers or celery carrots I'd be binge eating on that and uh, energy bars nut bars were also a big one for me too I remember I really love and I still do love that brand Lara bar it's kind of more common I think in North America um, and I discovered it when I was over there in Whole Foods one time. I was like, oh my god, these are great. And they're only like three ingredients. It's just some sort of like a nut, like cashew nut and some dates and, you know, maybe some cinnamon powder. So, oh my god, this is not bad at all. I can eat as much as I want of it. And I would be ordering them online because at the time you couldn't get them in the UK. I ordered them on Amazon and get this tray of like, I don't know, 12 of them. And I just go through them so quickly in like a day or two. So yeah, as I said, completely understand this. And uh, yeah, I think I've been on both sides of the coin of binge eating on really unhealthy foods and things that people would usually deem as healthy. So let's get into it. I think first we really needed to start with what actually are healthy foods. Because so far I'm almost speaking with like quotation marks around the word healthy. Obviously, it's kind of a subjective thing. You know, typically when clients tell me that they are binge eating on healthy foods, they usually mean things like granola. Oh, yeah, that was also a huge one for me as well. Granola, um, smoothie bowls, hummus, bell peppers or different veggies. Nut bars are a huge one. Energy bars. um, And I would say nut butter is one of the biggest ones that I hear. So those are kind of the things I typically hear. And I'm sure, you know, if you binge eat on healthy foods, maybe you do binge binge eat on some of those, but you definitely could be binge eating on other things that are deemed as, typically deemed as healthy. So as I said, you know, it's kind of a subjective 
adjective because, you know, even if you eat one cup of broccoli, I'd say most people would say, you know, it's kind of hard to say that that is unhealthy. Most people would say, okay, that's pretty damn healthy. There are lots of nutritional benefits, fiber, all that good stuff. But if you're like, okay, I'm eating a hundred cups of broccoli, then, you know, I think most people would say that's unhealthy. There's definitely something wrong with that. At the very least, you're going to be pushing your body to its limits, like stretching your stomach to extreme discomfort. That does not sound healthy to me. So, you know, too much of a good thing almost can be a bad thing, let's say. Even other examples, for someone, a bowl of granola might feel healthy. You know, it's got fiber, nutrients. It probably, you know, in the mix has some nuts and seeds in there as well, which are great. But for someone else, they might be like, no, 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 that's unhealthy to me. It's way too high in sugar. And, you know, they might say that's not a health food. Someone else, peanut butter, you know, healthy source of fat, protein in there too, nutritional benefits, all that good stuff. For someone else, they might be like, no way, too calorie dense for me to call that healthy. Another example, to a vegan, maybe they would say like tofu for me is pretty healthy, a good source of protein for me. Someone else who, let's say in the paleo space, they would say that's unhealthy because tofu is too processed. So yeah, pretty subjective. We all know that even within the nutrition space itself, there's a lot of polarity, you know, for every positive study on the health benefits of, let's say, bananas, you could probably find another handful saying how terrible they are, or at least how bad they are, that, that they're not the most healthy thing in the world. So I think for the sake of this episode, and given the examples that my clients have shared with me over the years, we're just going to say healthy foods are usually, let's say, like fruits, veggies, nuts, seeds, and um, unpress- unprocessed foods. I'm going to pause right there for a minute to share something with you. So if you've been listening so far and feel like you're ready to start your recovery journey with me, I've got the perfect springboard. That is my free masterclass, Why You're Still Binge Eating and How to Stop. It's a 35 minute free video masterclass where I'll walk through all of the reasons you might still be binging. Then I'll give you three actionable steps to stop binge eating. So if you're looking for actual results in your life, want to never binge again, trust me, I know the feeling. I was stuck for 10 years doing that then head to the show notes to get instant access today. I'll also gift you something for joining me at the masterclass, but I'll leave that surprise for you to find out for yourself. Life is just so damn short and it's not worth feeling so miserable, unhappy, unhealthy with binging taking over. So watch the masterclass today to start your new life. Okay, let's get back into the show. Now, binge eating on healthy foods. Why does it happen? First of all, yes, it definitely does happen. I've heard it from so many people. Obviously, as I've said, I've had it myself too. It is definitely a thing. Less common than binge eating on, you know, the typical quote-unquote unhealthy foods, ice cream, uh, pizzas, cookies, brownies, cakes, all that stuff. But it does happen. And why does it happen? Well, let's zoom out actually and just look at why people binge eat in general, whether it's healthy foods or not. We know that the common causes are prolonged or extreme physical restriction, things like undereating, excessive exercise without then eating enough to make up for it, cutting out entire food groups like carbs. So there's that. There's mental restriction, so that kind of feeling of perceived deprivation, like, oh, I'm not allowed to have that. I shouldn't eat this. Diet starts Monday mentality, like, oh my god, I just need to get it all in now because tomorrow I can't ever eat this food ever again. 
you know, things like labeling unhealthy foods as bad and then feeling guilty for eating them, but then really wanting them because you're not allowed to have them, <laughs> that whole thing. And then the third one is emotional suppression. So using food to cope with difficult emotions or life events, like feelings of loneliness or moving to a new city or deeper like emotional trauma. And I'd say a fourth add-on that I could say put there is habit after a certain amount of time this is just becomes a habit. It's wired into your brain to expect the binge and want the binge and um, yeah, continue binging. And I think looking at any of these reasons for binge eating, any of these could still cause you to binge eat on healthy foods as well. So yeah, let's go through those reasons again, but apply it to healthy foods. So if you are under eating severely or you are just exercising so much, but not making up for it with food, um, you're cutting out entire food groups like carbs or fats or whatever it is, or like processed foods, then your body could certainly still like reach out for a healthy food to binge on to solve this problem. If your body is really like in need of a source of fuel, healthy food is still going to solve that problem and give your body the fuel that it so needs because it's in this physically restricted state. If you're mentally restricting and you're just constantly on this diet, um, feeling like you can't eat this, you can't eat that, then I think in this situation, it's, I think a lot of times people who are binging because of this reason, they often binge on unhealthy foods because it's like, oh my god, finally I can just have this thing and just zone out and enjoy it without any guilt or regret, of course, until afterwards. But I still think someone could binge on healthy foods even in this state because they might be like, you know, I might not allow chocolate or cookies or this or that, but let me at least like indulge or, um, you know, go crazy with this other food that at least for me, I think it's healthy. So it's okay. And I'm not going to feel that guilt that I hate feeling and that I keep causing myself to feel. Or it might even be the case that you're binge eating, you have this mental, mentally restricted state of mind, and then you binge eat on healthy foods because you deem them as unhealthy. For example, like eating that much peanut butter in one go, like you might think that's unhealthy and usually you don't let yourself actually enjoy peanut butter. It's off limits for you. So then you go out and binge eat on it. Something I definitely see is like a hybrid of the two is like, you mentally restrict, let's say cookies, they're bad, we're not allowed cookies. You really want cookies, but you won't allow yourself to have them because they're bad. And then you end up making like a healthy alternative of cookies. Let's say it's like a mix of like oats and chocolate chips and banana or I don't know, something like that. And then you end up binge eating on those because it's like, oh my god, I can finally have cookies and also it's healthy, so let's go crazy on it. And then that other reason for binge eating, the emotional suppression, using food to cope with difficult emotions or life events, you could definitely still binge eat on healthy foods here um, because either way, it's still going to help you just sort of like zone out and you're focusing basically on another task. You're getting so lost in this dissociating task of eating a huge amount of food that it's still going to kind of solve that problem of dealing with the difficult emotions and whether food is healthy or unhealthy it's still it's still um, enjoyable for us we still do get some sort of like a dopamine hit though I will say binge eating on you know more typically unhealthy foods usually gives you a bigger dopamine hit so it would kind of like solve this problem of 
not being able to face these uncomfortable feelings better. But I could still see someone um, binge eating on healthy foods to deal with emotions. Something I do notice, though, that, you know, where you've got people binge eating on healthy foods versus unhealthy, the people who binge on healthy foods, it's usually those who have more sort of orthorexic tendencies. And what I mean by that is people who struggle with this unhealthy obsession to be healthy when you're in that state. Usually at some point it starts to slide into binge eating territory because of the mental restriction, but also because of um, typically people who are orthorexic. Um, can still be under eating just because quote-unquote healthy foods are usually quite uh, low calorie high volume so they feel like they're still eating enough but sometimes they're not so it can go into binge eating territory but more often than not it's because of the mental restriction so anyway once they start do binge eating it kind of comes as no surprise that you might still want to try to binge eat on healthy foods because you're so focused on being healthy all the time and only eating clean. As I said though, like orthorexic people who end up binge eating, sometimes it is just the complete opposite where they're like, oh my god, finally I'm just gonna like go crazy on these brownies because I never let myself have these brownies. So it can kind of be one side or the other where they're binge eating on things that are really healthy because they're always trying to be healthy or they binge eat on something that's just totally unhealthy because finally you can and like you just can't hold it in any longer where you just want to have real brownies and I know for me the time that I was binge eating on healthy foods was the time that I was most orthorexic that is for sure another reason why someone might be binge eating on healthy foods is to try to compensate for any potential weight gain you know the thought process being if I only overeat on healthy foods healthy foods or like at least if I'm gonna be binge eating let let it be healthy foods because then I might not gain weight or not gain as much weight and we'll get back to this point a little bit later in the episode other people might binge eat on healthy foods by reasoning that you know at least if I'm gonna binge let's eat with let's eat foods that are you know at least good and not just terrible for our body in other words they're choosing to binge on foods that have more nutritional benefits and probably just less drawbacks as well I will say as well that in my years of working with hundreds of clients and obviously my own experience too, I don't think I've really seen many clients who only have ever binged on healthy foods. It's usually something that they do as either a phase or they start off that way and then it ends up changing to different types of foods. Because as I said earlier, those unhealthy foods, sort of like high fat, high sugar, high highly processed, made in a lab, you know, they usually give us this bigger dopamine hit. They give us more pleasure, um, a fast, faster solution to our problem. So typically we end up gravitating over time t- to those. Now, the next question is, is it okay to binge eat on healthy foods? Now, while binge eating on healthy foods can still provide you with good things like calories, you know, energy, macronutrients, carbs, protein, fat, vitamins, minerals, fiber, all that good stuff, binge eating is still binge eating at the end of the day. It is still, what is it? It's about surpassing our calorie limit by a, in like a big way. It's eating a lot of food in one sitting. And usually, you know, binge eaters, it's not just a one-off thing, it's a recurring thing. So we're surpassing our calorie limit often. 
and it's really you know pushing our body out of this equilibrium state that we want to be in is likely going to be pushing and challenging various organs that are working in overdrive to digest and process all of this food that we're taking in that we don't need and you know doing things like even pushing your blood sugar levels really high and for really long as well because we're eating so much and obviously you know eating healthy foods might not be as bad at you know pushing the blood sugar levels high for such a long time or being as difficult on our organs because it's just like healthier food but it's still going to be pushing your body too far and let's say you're binge eating on healthy foods not because you're physically restricting or mentally restricting but just because you're dealing with something really difficult some trauma some difficult emotions a life event like let's say loneliness sadness or stress even if binge eating on healthy foods wasn't harmful to your body, which it is, it's still going to be harmful in this case to your mental health because you're still disassociating, you're still numbing out from emotions, you're still not facing those emotions and actually learning like, what do I need to learn from this and taking action to make change. You're still going to stay in this cycle if you're not facing the emotions. Example being if you're dealing with loneliness and like every weekend you end up binge eating, even if those foods weren't harmful for you, or even if they're on the healthier side, you know, and causing a little bit less damage than the unhealthier foods, it's still damaging for you to be ignoring this loneliness and not actually doing anything about it. And yeah, like truthfully, there are likely fewer drawbacks of overeating, binge eating on healthy foods versus unhealthy foods, you know, less likely to be um, as many, you know, harmful preservatives or additives or packed like they're probably packed with less refined sugar and trans fats and things like that and overall they might have a less addictive nature to them because as I said you know a lot of the times these really highly processed foods that we binge on are designed in a lab to you know feel as addictive as possible like fast food um, as possible for us so at least binge eating on healthy foods wouldn't bring up as many of those sort of negative issues so yeah, definitely not ideal to be binge eating in general, but even on healthy foods, yes, probably going to have less negatives than unhealthy foods, but it's still going to be pushing your body too far. A specific example I sometimes hear is, is binge eating on fruit okay? And you know, it's probably going to be a similar answer to just the generalized answer I gave before for healthy foods in general. You know, binge eating, no matter the food type, is just not ideal for your body or mind. But then specific to fruit, while fruit, you know, it has fiber that helps to blunt that effect that the sugar in fruit has on your blood sugar levels, eating fruit in huge amounts won't be ideal in terms of our blood sugar levels. Um, example is my own example. I used to binge eat, remember I talked about those huge trays of dates, so like 40 to 50 dates in one sitting, and that was a lot of sugar. From my body. Yes, it had the fiber, one or two, handful of dates, all good, but eating that many, binge eating on dates was so much for my body to handle. And I could feel it. I didn't even, no one had to tell me. I could definitely feel it, the real life consequences immediately. Like food coma, I, I would either go into a food coma and just like fall straight to sleep or be stuck in this sugar high up all night to like 3 a.m. overthinking everything in my life. And it definitely had a negative effect on my digestive system as well. I could definitely feel it the next day. It was not fun. 
yeah, it was just clearly not ideal for my body. And yeah, binge eating in general, not ideal for your body, even healthy foods as well. Okay, another question that I get is, does binge eating on healthier foods still count as a binge? And the answer is yes. Let's revisit the definition of a binge. What counts as a binge? So most binges usually involve eating more than a thousand calories in one sitting with a quarter of binges exceeding 2000 calories. And you know, they can go up way higher. A lot of people eat even between like 5,000 and 15,000 calories in a binge. So it really varies, but I think it's more in the psychology actually behind a binge. Bingers usually eat alone in secret. They eat this amount of food very quickly. And the big part is really the post binge effect, the emotional distress that you might feel after a binge. So feeling so guilty, regretful, disgusted with yourself, panicked. Oftentimes people even start thinking about how are they gonna compensate for this binge. So while typically binge eaters do go for unhealthy foods that are you know highly processed, high fat, high sugar, Binge eating on healthy foods definitely still counts as a binge if you are, you know, eating this large amount of calories that normally you wouldn't really eat in one sitting and you're eating it so quickly, you're alone, you're in secret, you feel this um, shame around it and you feel really distressed after eating it. Another question is, you know, is it possible to gain weight by binge eating on healthy foods? Short answer is yes. You know, the simple fact is if you are consuming more calories than your body uses, you will gain weight. So if you're binge eating, let's say on 2000 calories of hummus with carrots, and on top of that, you're eating three meals in a day, then you're very likely to surpass your calorie limit and then gain weight. And of course, if this is a recurring th thing that you're doing a few times a week, that will definitely add up and you will gain weight even though the food is deemed as healthy. Now, a few tiny differences between overeating or binge eating on healthy food, foods versus unhealthy to mention are number one is your body actually expends more energy by digesting unprocessed or like whole foods like fruits nuts and veggies which you might be binge eating on or like you know seeing as healthy things to binge on so meaning the calories on the pack let's say let's say you binge binged on 1500 calories of walnuts your body is going to use energy to break down the shell of the nut or like the, the skin of the nut and break that down into energy that your body can use. So let's say you end up actually absorbing 1200 calories of that into your body. Whereas let's say a highly processed food like potato crisps, or I think Americans call them chips. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's already been pretty processed. It started out as a potato and now it's this thin, crunchy thing with all sorts of like salt and stuff on it and it's been fried. And so it's been processed. It's already been broken down. The skin of the potato has already been probably taken off or broken down a bit. And when you eat that 1500 calories this time of crisps, your body needs less effort, less energy to break it down in digestion. So it you might then absorb 1400 calories of it instead of with the nuts, you absorbed 1200 calories. So basically saying, if you're binge eating on these healthy foods or like more whole foods, the amount of calories that you think you're absorbing is probably less than if you were binge eating the same amount of calories, but a processed food. 
So that's just something to know, just a bit of knowledge. So yeah, and then another thing is that typically healthier foods are often sort of low calorie density and high volume foods like broccoli meaning that you know it feels like you're eating a lot of food because your plate is so full but actually it's not a huge amount of calories so a full plate of broccoli will definitely fill you up like a packed plate of broccoli but it'll be much less calories than a full plate of let's say pasta something a little bit more processed and a little bit more calorie dense so the point here is that it, it's probably a little bit more difficult to binge on some types of healthy foods in extremely high quantities. However, oftentimes the so-called healthy food reported to me by clients and also in my own experience too, that we're binge eating on are actually quite calorie dense like peanut butter and energy bars. As I said, there was a time when I was binge eating on this one kilo bucket of peanut butter within a few days and repeating this over and over for weeks. Actually, did I say this already? I don't think so. <laughs> um, no, I think I put it on my story the other day on Instagram, but it was legit the fastest I have ever gained weight in my life. It was the second time I started university over, like did a, started a different course and I remember the summer before starting, I had lost like eight kilos and I was like feeling on this high, I was feeling so good, I was living my healthy life. And then as soon as I started, I was like holed away in this tiny dorm room, hadn't, you know, settled in yet, wasn't making a huge amount of friends. And I gained, I think it was like eight kilos in a month or two, because I remember we started uni in early September and I think there was like reading week, which is like this week off that you have in the UK about like halfway through the term. So I think it was literally like six weeks later, six or eight weeks later, because that week I was, I remember I was dieting like crazy because I was freaking out that I'd gained eight kilos so fast. And guess why? Because I was binge eating on healthy foods, peanut butter. So while binge eating on healthy foods may sometimes prevent as fast weight gain as unhealthy foods because of the reasons said before, where sometimes they're lower calorie density and you know it takes more energy from your body to process these foods but you can definitely still gain weight just like I did you can still gain weight because at the end of the day if you're eating too many calories more than what your body needs you're gonna gain weight and oftentimes these healthy foods are actually really calorie dense like nut bars energy bars nut butters now, final thing is, how do I stop binge eating on healthy food? Well, I'm not going to go into this, to be honest, too much because to me, it's going to be a very similar answer to how do I stop binge eating full stop. It's really about being real with yourself, identifying why am I binge eating? What is this actually solving for me? Am I dealing with emotional stuff right now? And food is sort of my coping mechanism. Am I just not eating enough? Am I scared to gain weight? Am I... Um, scared to gain more weight so I'm under eating and then that's all backfiring like you've got to find out why and then we've got to really address at the root of the reason to make long-term change and also usually there's a few reasons it's rarely just one reason why someone is binge eating remember nothing we do is ever random like there's a reason a reason why you're binge eating and as you guys I'm sure you know this is exactly what we cover in the 30-day reboot in great detail I'm gonna 
go through all the reasons with you and we're gonna I'm gonna give you so many tools to deal with it to actually address it because I bet you know you probably do know why you're binge eating but it's about like how do I actually make the change and keep that change consistent maybe there's times where you've stopped binge eating but then it sort of came back so I'm gonna give you those tools how to make long-term change and also, you know, earlier we were talking about why would someone binge eat on healthy food specifically. And a few of the things that did come up were the fear of weight gain. So sort of trying to compensate by still binge eating on healthy foods at least. Or um, being someone who's just a little bit orthorexic or very orthorexic where you're really focused on clean eating and you're scared to eat unhealthy foods. So even within your binges, you're still binge eating on healthy foods. Or maybe you're just someone who's trying to, you know, logically compensate like, okay, if at least I'm going to binge, let it be somewhat healthy food. So I'm mitigating some of those negative uh, impacts that binging on, binge eating on unhealthy foods could cause me. You know, I already know binge eating is bad enough. Let me at least do it on healthy food. Maybe that's where you're at. All of these reasons, particularly the fear of weight gain and the orthorexia, that is also worked on in the third day reboot. So not to fear, I've got you. That's all in the show notes. So hopefully this episode gave you a little bit more clarity and just also let you know that you're definitely not alone. You're not the only person out there who's binge eating on healthy foods. It definitely happens much more often than you, you would even think. And as always, there is a way out. You're not going to be doing this forever. You're even going to get to a place just like I am where those healthy foods that you're binge eating on, you can still eat them in normal quantities, you know, and you're not binge eating anymore. And you can still take care of your health without going into this place of obsession. You can have a life of happiness and just feeling more at peace and more with balance with your body and food. So thanks for listening and I will see you all next time. And that's the scoop for today. I hope you enjoyed the episode and learned something new that you can start applying to your life. It really helps my podcast to grow and reach more women who are struggling as well when you rate and review. So if you got a spare minute, I would appreciate it so much if you could rate and review. And if you took something from this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could share it with someone in your life. Change someone's day, mood, or even their life. Be that person. I know I absolutely love it when my sister sends me podcast episodes. It just shows me she's thinking of me and she wants to help me elevate alongside her. As always, feel free to DM me on Instagram at freewithbreed. I'm always open for feedback and let me know what you want me to speak about on the podcast because, after all, this podcast is for you. Okay, that's it from me. Have a wonderful rest of your day and I will see you next time.